Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, and the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. So today, we're talking about food allergies. If your family's on the GAPS diet, a special diet for gut healing, or you have food allergies, then you know the holidays can be a potential for success or disaster. That's because you have this stress over what to feed your family so that you follow the diet, you keep on with your healing, but they love what they eat. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let me depart for a moment to say a couple things. Hello, my name is Wardy and I'm from Traditional Cooking School by Ganaufglins. I'm so thrilled you're here. I'm the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I love traditional cooking and we are here as we are every week. We gather on Ask Wardy so I can answer your questions about traditional cooking. This is Ask Wardy episode 49 and I'm so glad you're here. If you're live with me on Facebook or Periscope, please do use the comments, share your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on, and I'll go back and read through those later, and I can see some of them um, as as we go. If you're on Facebook or Periscope, please do leave a comment with your first name, where you're from, what you're sipping on. Um, Also, I'd love you to use the like button, the subscribe button. If you're on Periscope, be sure to follow me at Trad Cook School is the handle. And if you're on Facebook, then hit the subscribe button so that you can join me again. If you're on Facebook Live, please do um, know that my daughter, Hania, is right there in the comments with you. She'll be moderating comments, answering questions, and posting links that we discuss. But no matter what, whether you're here live or whether you're um, watching or listening to this later, the transcript and all the links are ready for you right now at tradcookschool.com slash AW049. That's AW for Ask Wardy and 049 for episode 49. So that link is ready for you anytime, now or later. All the links, all the transcript and everything. All right, so let's begin. Today's question comes from Lisa D. She is facing this issue of what to serve her family for the holidays. She says, we have allergies and picky eaters and we're on the GAPS diet. Can you recommend any GAPS diet holiday recipes that are actually good? I'm tired of flops and foods that turn out blah. I want my kiddos to enjoy their Thanksgiving and Christmas meals this year. Thanks so much. Well, Lisa, I don't believe that anyone with food allergies or who is on a special diet, like uh, even the, the, the traditional food diet, but even more restrictive diets, and I say restrictive with all the love, uh, like paleo, primal, or um, gaps, anyway, Anyone who has allergies or is on a special diet has no need to be the least bit unsatisfied with a Thanksgiving or Christmas meal. So I'm thrilled to share my best resources with you today. So as I said before, um, 
I really think there's no reason anyone needs to feel unsatisfied, Lisa. And also, I want to say, I don't think that it's too early to even start thinking about this. Lisa submitted this question actually a couple weeks ago. And like her, my family is already discussing Thanksgiving and Christmas. A few weeks ago, we sat down and we talked through um, what everybody wanted to eat. And we do have some restrictions at this time, like we want to do grain-free and sugar-free. Um, and so we talked through all the things that we can have and we came up with a menu and I'm also practicing new things and it's really fun. I want the meal to be very special. I don't want to come into it and uh, wing things. So it, it's just not too soon to be thinking about this. Now here are my best tips and resources for Lisa and for anybody who's in this situation. Um, because I want you all to have an allergy-free or special diet Thanksgiving or Christmas that your family loves, where you actually think the food is good and everybody loves to eat the food. And if you're on uh, Facebook or Periscope, you can uh, comment, or on, per on Periscope, you can tap the screen with hearts if you agree that that's a, a, a good goal worth achieving. So the first thing I wanna share with you is actually um, kind of an idea, okay, before we get practical. And it's this idea that you wanna focus on whole foods. Whole foods are beautiful and joyous. When you focus on whole foods, you're revealing the beauty and the joy in God's creation and his design for our nourishment. This might be simple, um, but it's more than feast worthy. So to illustrate this point, I'm gonna share a quote from you with you. This is from my friend Megan Stevens. She's at eatbeautiful.net and she's the author of the e-cookbook Eat Beautiful. And um, in 2015 when her cookbook Eat Beautiful came out, uh, we sat down together for a video chat. And here is the quote, a, a quote from our visit that I want to read to you. This is what Megan said. I guess the best place to start is at a farmer's market. Even the most gourmet cooks who can eat anything they want would go to the farmer's market and find beauty and delight in what they can buy there. Or someone who's on a tighter budget and loves to be outdoors in their garden would find no more magic than in the garden than they can find anywhere else. A garden is abundant, it's beautiful. If you think about a vine-ripened tomato and you slice that on a plate and put fresh basil and drizzle extra virgin olive oil, you already have the most beautiful food in the whole world. And all those foods are GAPS friendly. Now, granted, there are people who can't have nightshades, but there are variations on a tomato, obviously. So when you go to your garden and you go to the farmer's market, there are so many foods that can delight any of us. We should all, I believe, and I totally agree with this, be cultivating our family life to be going out into the garden or the farmer's market to be picking peas right off the vine. I think many of us already do that, and I think she's right, but I think in essence that's it. The most beautiful foods are whole foods. You're never going to open a package and say, oh, this is really beautiful. You just aren't. <laughs> the nice thing about whole foods is they will always satisfy you more than factory-made foods and more than just straight sugar, too. And Megan goes on to say, I was absolutely addicted to sugar, but the problem was it never satisfied me. One of the things I love about baking grain-free is I completely feel satisfied when I have a treat. Whether it be a paleo sandwich, a muffin or a scone, I'm eating it with bacon and maybe you know some lovely tea. But everything is homemade, so when you're sitting around the table, everything is beautiful. It feels like a feast. And you're remarking with your other family members, mmm, making sounds, you know, the whole time and looking at all the beauty on the table. I think that's what we need to focus on. We're not focusing on, oh, we only get to have A, B, and C. Instead, it's, oh, look at this bounty. Look at this beauty we're all enjoying together. Isn't that a lovely quote? 
I think you can see what I mean uh, for what Megan has expressed there, that whole foods are beautiful and joyous. And when our family is involved in the whole process, from growing it ourselves or sourcing it at the farmer's market or from somebody locally, um, there's a whole lot more joy in fixing it, eating and tasting it than there is in opening a box. And these, this is tip number one. This is what I think we all should be cultivating in our family, cultivating these kind of experiences. Now, I know it's a bit out there and you might be like, Wardy, you know, let's get to the point. But I think it's important to recognize this principle so that we can infuse it in our allergy-free or special diet holiday menus so that we can experience that simple and true joy of beautiful nourishment. And as I've said already, one way that you can simply do this to infuse it in your holiday, your Thanksgiving and Christmas um, meals and feasts is simply to involve the whole family. So by, from selecting the foods and the recipes, planning the menu, uh, practicing the recipes, uh, creating the foods, eating, enjoying, the whole family can be involved in that. All right, so now we are going to get more practical because I know that Lisa and probably others here are looking for um, more tips and resources. So my second tip is I'm going to encourage all of you to follow recipes from a cook that you get. Okay, and I'm going to explain this. There's a little bit of trial and error with it. Um, first of all, the idea here really is to find someone who's gone ahead of you, someone who's learned the ropes in special diet cooking. They've paved the way. They've developed recipes. And if you get them, and I'll explain that, then and things click for you, you want to follow them. We've all tried recipes where we didn't get the cook. Uh, I have myself. You're reading the recipe, and you may even get to the point of trying it, and you're like, I don't know why they chose this ingredient. Why are they mixing it this way? I don't get it. And sometimes there's a learning curve, like you, like it's beneficial for you to learn somebody's new technique, but sometimes it's just this gut instinct that I just don't like the way they cook. And I'm not encouraging you to continue with someone like that. Just move on. Don't make their recipes. Make somebody else's recipes. Practice somebody else's and, and see if you get them. You always want to be on the lookout for the cook that you get. Meaning, you get the ingredients, you get the method, you love the way they write things, you love how it just seems to make sense even if it's completely new to you. You get the result. Maybe it didn't turn out the first time, but there's enough promise there that you know if you try it again, you're going to get the result. And this is a beautiful process. It's fulfilling and satisfying. It makes sense and delicious foods come out of it that your family loves. Um, as... as um, as you might say, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> so what you get proves that you know you got them. And this cook, maybe there's a couple for you. This cook is someone you should follow. I'm going to encourage you to continue to make more of their tried and true recipes as you're learning the ropes, and maybe even um, creating your own dishes along the way because it's not it's not where you spend years or months doing what somebody else does. You you uh, try recipes, you learn, you branch out, you go back and you try more. And it's this process that moves like this, where you're building your skills, but you're also following along where somebody has paved the way. There are a few people who cook around food allergies and special diets whose recipes that I get. And hopefully it'll be the case for you. But if not, that's okay, because you need to find somebody that you get. And what I want to talk about now are um, two choices, well, two and then some more, actually, of uh, people that I get that I want to recommend to you, Lisa, and anybody else who's looking for um, Thanksgiving and Christmas 
recipes for special diets that are actually good, okay? And the first, I already mentioned her. It's my dear friend, Megan Stevens, author of Eat Beautiful, uh, the e-cookbook. I know I talk about her a lot. Uh, she is my dearest friend in the world. Um, she's an amazing cook, too, and she and her family have overcome serious illnesses, healed through food and alternative recipes, alternative therapies. So she's spent years perfecting techniques of allergy-free um, allergy and GAPS diet and um, healing diet techniques. The, some of the techniques are revolutionary, in my opinion, like the breads that she makes out of nuts and seeds are just incredible. They're moist. You don't get that dry mouthfeel like, ooh, this is not bread. You're like, oh, this is bread. And she does that with soaked nuts and seeds. It's amazing. Um, her whole family also has been on the journey. It's not just Megan. It's Megan and her children and her husband. And so along the way, they have feasted and not felt deprived. So that is a testimony in itself. So I want to suggest that you get to know Megan in three ways. She does have a cookbook, but there's some ways for you to try out what she shares before you make the investment. So the first thing is she is a regular um, contributor at our site, Traditional Cooking School by Ganaufglins. And if you just go to the show notes and um, Hania is pasting a link to, um, to the show notes in the comments right now, so you can look be below this video. Um, anyway, there's a link to explore her recipes at our site. In addition, you can look at her site, eatbeautiful.net. And when you're ready, I highly recommend you get her cookbook. Here's a picture of it. It's um, Eat Beautiful. It's 50% off, and it comes with a bonus set of videos also to introduce you to her techniques. So it's, it's a wonderful package. Um, I am so blessed that so many in our community have purchased and enjoyed this cookbook as much as we do. So check out Megan. Again, just visit the show notes or look for the links below this video to, um, to check out her book. Again, the show notes at tradcookschool.com slash aw049. And if you're eager and you do want to go right to um, her book, it's tradcookschool.com slash Megan. And I've got a, um, a picture up on the screen for you. Feel free to take a screenshot. Okay, so the second cook I want to introduce to you is Jacqueline. She is the author of the brand new cookbook called Nourishing Holiday, Grain-Free Gut Healing Food for Every Celebration. Let me give you a picture of that. Um, this is a beautiful, beautiful GAPS Paleo Primal book that you're gonna love, Nourishing Holiday. Um, and it is 50% off through Monday, November 7th, so a few days from now. I'm gonna tell you about Jacqueline. Jacqueline and her family have been on healing diets for years, and they would enter the holidays, and I gather from what she wrote that uh, she would cheat, backslide, then the healing would stop or go backward, and she just got so tired of that. She wanted to have options on the holidays. So she began this multiple-year process of remaking family recipes so that uh, they were worked with their uh, healing diet, but the family could enjoy and eat everything they wanted to eat on the holidays and not feel deprived. Um, so she has all these recipes that are suitable for a gut healing diet, and her four boys love them as well. Again, it's another family that testifies to um, the tried and true recipes. So here's some ways to get to know Jacqueline. Um, first of all, if you go to, um, there will be a link below or at the show notes. Uh, just the other day, she allowed me to share this mincemeat pie recipe on our site, so you can try that completely free. It's a mincemeat pie. Now, mincemeat pie, does anybody know what mincemeat pie is anymore? 
Not many do, but if you're live, you can uh, share in the comments or on Periscope with Hearts that you do know what it is. But I want to give a little bit of history here for everybody. Mincemeat pies are these little pies. I had a picture on the screen there. And they're filled with mincemeat. And the mincemeat is this mixture of meat and dried fruit and spices and some type of vinegar, wine, or frequently brandy. Well, nowadays, mincemeat pies are more fruit and spices than actual meat. And what um, has happened is they've turned into more of a dessert than a main dish. But Jacqueline has brought us back to um, mincemeat pies being a nourishing broth base. You can even make it in a, your crock pot um, main dish that has fruit and meat and nourishing broth. And it's a grain-free crust and it's just a lovely, lovely recipe. So if, if you or your family have, if you're familiar with mincemeat pie and you've missed it, um, here is a GAPS friendly recipe for you. GAPS approved. So give that a try. Again, it's at tradcookschool.com slash mincemeat. And I also want to encourage you to take a look at Jacqueline's brand new book. Getting a picture up here for you. Um, Nourishing Holiday. This is not cooperating. You'll find a link at the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash aw049. Hania's posting it below. Or if you want to go there directly, here is a direct link for you, tradcookschool.com slash nourishingholiday. Okay? Now I do have some more recipes for you. So the two books I've mentioned, of course, are, are purchases, but I told you I want you to get to know these cooks. So there are many ways for you to get to know Jacqueline and Megan before making the purchase. I do think um, if you get them, you're going to want to get more from them. So make sure to check out their books. And both of them are 50% off. So this is a great time to consider them. But here are some more recipes uh, for you. So Lindsay, you probably know Lindsay if you've been uh, participating at our site um, the last couple years. She's a writer for us. She also, you may not know this, but in the back end, Lindsay also um, manages the whole calendar of everything we share. She does a fabulous job for us. And um, she put together a holiday meal plan for five special diets. And you can check it out. It's actually Thanksgiving meal plan, not holiday. So you'll find a link below this video or at the show notes. So go ahead and click that link. And these, this is a complete meal plan for five special diets. And off the top of my head, I probably don't remember all of them. Oh, I've got a list of them right here ready so I could share them with you. So traditional foods, gluten-free, GAPS, paleo, which is grain-free or dairy-free, and autoimmune protocol. So those are the five special diets and it's a complete Thanksgiving uh, meal plan. Um, great, great recipes that you could you could mix and match or just follow completely. Uh, so that's a great resource. You also should check out our GAPS recipes archive. So there's a link below this video or at the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. Um, I and our contributors have have come up with tried and true GAPS recipes that we think you'll love. So if you've done some in the past, revisit them or check out some new ones to try. Now my fourth tip for you today, so I've covered... Um, Focus on whole foods. I've said follow cooks that you get. Um, I've given you more recipes to try, but I have another tip for you. And this is something that you're going to get into as you, um, you know, as you get your feet wet and build up your skills with uh, traditional cooking, but also special diet cooking. And this is number four, tip number four. So learn to substitute to create your own allergy-free holiday recipes. This is going to take time, as I said, but you may have recipes, um, you know, that your family has had for years. You simply can't have them anymore, but you would love to. So here I'm going to walk you through the process of, or at least point you to some resources that can help you with remaking them. 
Um, so if you need to avoid dairy, maybe it's a dairy-based recipe, I want to make sure you know that I have a guide uh, for you that's completely free, and it's a guide to helping you uh, make your own homemade dairy-free milks and how to substitute for dairy, and you can get that guide at tradcookschool.com slash dfmilk. So just look below this video um, for a link or go to the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash dfmilks. So this is going to help you make your own dairy-free milks, which um, the reason to do that, you'll save money over doing store-bought dairy-free milks, but the other thing is all the ingredients are whole, and we've been talking about that in this episode. If you need to avoid eggs, I have a whole guide, um, and the link is below this video or at the show notes, um, on baking without eggs, including six substitutions, so be sure to check that out. And in general, we have a post from Melissa at Traditional Cooking School on how to make real food substitutions in your holiday recipes. It's a fantastic, it covers, you know, sugar and fat and whatnot so that you can make over the old family favorites that aren't so good with nourishing ingredients. Um, it's not specific to allergies per se. It's more specific to using real food ingredients and nourishing ingredients. Um, but you're going to get a lot of information there. So again, there's a link to that at the show notes or below this video. So everyone, we've covered a lot of ground, I think. And the most important thing I want you to get out of this really is to focus on whole foods and the beauty of whole foods. And then as you're looking, um, you know, you want to infuse that into your whole holiday menu plan. And if you can go with cooks that you trust, like for me, it's Megan and Jacqueline, and also the contributors to our site, we have all these recipes ready for you to explore. So choose some, start practicing, um, develop a menu plan and get your kids involved, get their opinion so that if they're invested in it, they're more likely to uh, be favorably disposed to liking the results. Even if they're not 100% right yet, at least it's not a ooh, yuck, mom, it's if they're invested, it's more like, um, I don't like it yet, but let's try again. Or they know they made it, so they don't want to discard it. That's just a just a thing that we all tend to do, right? If we're invested, it's, it's harder to say no. It's harder to dismiss it offhand. Um, and just start investigating. So Lisa, for you and anybody who's looking to do tried and true, actually good uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving allergy-friendly or GAPS diet recipes, I hope this was helpful. I look forward to hearing from you all at the show notes, tradcookschool.com aw049. The comments are open and the whole transcript of everything I covered is there for you. Thanks for joining me, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy, or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me on Facebook. Go to tradcookschool.com slash Facebook. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. When you get there, refresh the page until you see the live video playing. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. 
I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you and I'll see you next week.